Welcome to the Adjustments in Life podcast, the podcast designed for anyone in or connected to the world of insurance adjusting. From industry experts to seasoned veterans, we bring the latest tips, information, and news. Because you know by now that becoming licensed is just the starting point. Now, here's your host, Alan Olson. Well, welcome back, folks, to another episode of Adjustments in Life. It's a pretty exciting episode I have in store for, for all of you listeners today. I have a co-host with me as well. Uh, Mr. Jason Dyson's here to go co-host on the program this, uh, today, and uh, we have a very exciting guest. This guest is the uh, actual inventor and developer of the tool that most of you adjusters are probably going to if you don't already know about or going to find out about, called the Hiplock. So I want to welcome on Mr. Vince Gaines with Hiplock. Welcome to the show, Vince. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Enjoy being here. You bet. This is a pretty exciting. I always like to have uh, people on the show that can share with us, you know, their stories. And uh, you've got a pretty, uh, pretty neat product out on the market right now that uh, I personally have not had the opportunity to use. Uh, I have. Uh, been able to see it, and uh, and I'm really really excited uh, about a chance to use it here. Jason's going to be gracious enough to allow me to use his to to try it out. But uh, give us a little bit of your story. Where where'd this thing come from? Uh, well, I've I've been an adjuster for for years and years, um, residential, commercial, uh, a little bit of everything, and uh, I, I live just a little bit north of Atlanta, Georgia. Well, if you've ever been to Atlanta and you've seen the roofs that are here, everything is a 10-12 and a 12-12 and two and three stories high. And, and I mean, it's no joke. Uh, I've I've seen roofers step on a shingle and it slide out from under them and they end up on the ground or hanging off a gutter. Or, uh, it's just, it's it's no joke. And that was okay when I was younger. I mean, you know, when, when we're all younger, you run around that roof up there like it's no big deal. And uh, the older I got, the less I did that. And I began to realize if I was going to stay in this industry, I, I needed something that was going to keep me alive and keep me safe so I could keep earning the money that I did and support my Absolutely. family. So I got to looking around and there just wasn't anything out there that did what I wanted it to do. So I, I just started trying to find ways to build something for me. And that's where it started. It was for me. It was a selfish thing. I went and bought a tube bender. I had a shed in the backyard with a 12-12 pitch roof on it. And I just, I started bending steel tube to try and get the design and the shape and the the functions that I wanted out of it just to do a gable roof. Once I, it took me about a year, you know, between deployments and and working on roofs and trying to come home at night and do that. uh, I finally got the design that I wanted. Well, steel tube is not, exactly the best material to be lugging up a roof so i had to find something lighter so now that was not any fun i tried that too that was not fun um so i got an engineer involved hired an engineer and and we put together the product that you see now originally it was just the base package uh and and the big thing for me in developing this to begin with is i wanted to be able to get on the hip of the roof nothing out there allowed you to do that once I got the base package set up and I could get on a gable roof, then I started working on the hip section. And it took about another year, but I finally got that developed. And, and that was heavily involved with an engineer and, and just looking at the dynamics of that 
and what needed to happen to make that a safe transition. Um, so it's it's taken a little while to get the product to where it is now, but I'm really happy with what it is. Um, as I developed this and people saw it, you know, they just kept encouraging me to put it on the market and sell it, and that's just not my background. I've, I've got a construction background, so. But uh, it, it, it's turned out pretty well. My whole goal was to make something safe that would benefit the industry, and, and I think it's done that, and I'm, I'm happy with it where it is right now. Yeah, I I can definitely see where I I'm pretty impressed with it. Um again, I have not had a chance to use it yet. Um but I I'm curious because I can see where it's it's very stable to use on that gable roof, but I I have a little bit, you know, I'm sitting here thinking, okay, how's that going to feel when I get on that on that hip roof? Can you kind of give us how how that stabilizes itself or or what is it, is it, can you go one direction or another to be better? Alan, I, I do want to point out the one that we have in front of us on, on display here. Uh, my particular one, I do not have the, uh, hip, uh, access piece attached to it. Currently. Okay. Gotcha. So Vince, yeah, is, is there, uh, that's called okay. An outrigger. okay. And so that outrigger then rests on the well, ridge. That's kind of where I started. Um, I started and that's, that's how it got its name as an outrigger. Um, because it came out in opposition and we're supposed to sit on the ridge cap and stabilize it so you could pull it sideways. Well, that didn't work out. The dynamics of that just, it twisted right off the roof and the outrigger never came into play. So I had to back up and look at a different option and a different way of doing that. And that's why I got an engineer involved. Um, if you look on the website, you can see the difference in the base package and the plus package. Well, the plus package has got a red frame similar to the blue frame that you're seeing in front of you. Okay. And that red frame is smaller and sits inside the blue frame. And there's opposing foot pegs on that red frame. So what you do when you get it on the roof is you take the red frame and you rotate it so that those opposing pegs come in contact with the roof. Gotcha. There's an adjustment bolt that you adjust by hand. And it does not have to be severely torqued. What you're looking for is to get pressure on those feet. Okay. Now, once you've got pressure on those feet, that is what allows you to pull it to the right and to the left to get on the hip. It's a pressure fitting is all it is. It, it prevents the device from rotating off the roof and sliding around. Uh, it just keeps it in place. Uh, it also helps on a metal roof because... On a metal roof, the device won't sit flat on the roof because of the uh, ribs, the seams. Right, right. So that outrigger helps you secure it, so it's not, it doesn't slide around. It's not so squirrely. Gotcha. So that, so this product actually is built for not just an asphalt roof. It will, it is capable of handling metal as well. I've had it on metal, wood, slate. Um, I've actually had this on a seventeen twelve slate roof on a church. Wow. Now, obviously, I'm I'm not going to advertise that you can use it on a 1712 for liability <laughs> reasons. So please understand that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get comfortable with it and figure out what it can do first. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, in the in the perspective of safety certified equipment, is the hip lock a safety certified piece of equipment? I get this question a lot. Uh, and I did contact OSHA for that very reason. And what OSHA explained to me was they do not certify anything. They enforce the rules. 
but they don't certify it. Oh, okay. So if and, and again, if you look at my website, the one thing I did is um, I had a ten foot run section run off of my shed, that twelve twelve pitch roof. So what OSHA says is you're supposed to drop so much weight, ten feet, and it's supposed to handle that shock wave. So what I did is I put 250 pounds on a buggy, for lack of a better definition, on wheels. And I dropped it 10 feet, and the device was not bolted in. It was simply sitting on the roof. It withstood the shock. It stayed on the roof. It, it performed beautifully. I mean, it, it worked the frame. That device can't ever be used again. But, I mean, you think about that. You're on a 12-12 pitch roof. If you fall 10 feet, well, you did it wrong. Because nine times out of 10, I mean, if you've ever been on a roof, you've got that rope tight or semi-tight at least. That's right. That's right. So in realistics, you're going to fall a foot or two. I've already demonstrated at 250 pounds. If you fall 10 feet straight down, nonstop, on wheels, gaining as much momentum as you can gain, it will keep you on the roof. The device will hold. Right. I, I didn't know that. I, I haven't really looked into OSHA rules or OSHA specifications, but the, even if you did fall that 10 feet, if the tool's no longer usable, at least you were you made it through the fall. The tool may not have, but at least you made it through the fall. You're still usable. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, guys, I, I can attest. I've, I've thankfully slimmed down a little bit, but when I first purchased <laughs> uh, my hip lock, I was uh, right at 300 pounds. And, uh, the first roof I got on with it was a 12, 12 pitch, uh, doing a hail inspection. Um, you know, never, never really rope and harnessed anything, uh, you know, 18 years in the industry and finally got talked into by my wife to actually find something to, uh, be a little safer to do this. But, uh, I set it up and, you know, it took me a, it took me a long time. You know, I'd played with it, setting it up, but basically, you know, getting in my harness and making sure everything was right. And, you know, that, that first step off the ladder, just out onto the, onto the slope face, not in a valley, you know, uh, with the ascender in one hand and, and my slack in the other, uh, you know, it, it didn't bow, it didn't move, it didn't slip. It, there was nothing. Basically I leaned back in the, in my, in a harness and, uh, and that thing was just rock steady. And it, and it seemed like at least the engineering of this, uh, really kind of designed the, the, the more pressure you put on that rope, the harder it bit. And it, and it, and it just was real stable. I was impressed with the fact that I was able to set it in one place and be able to go up the slope and be able to pivot what I needed to, to be able to do a proper inspection and a proper test square without having to move the, uh, the head of it. You know, I was able to pivot on my rope. Yeah. That, that was, that was the whole purpose of, of, I mean, that's really why I designed what I did. Because there was nothing in the industry that allowed you to do just that. Not only that, if you're doing a hail inspection or a wind inspection, whatever it is, you've got to do both sides of the roof. This one, you 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 hook into the device with a carabiner and the rope is on the carabiner. So I tie one knot and I never untie it. I click in with the carabiner. Now when I need to go to the back side of the roof, instead of picking the device up and spinning it, all I've got to do is take the carabiner off the front and put it on the back. It's it's there. It's ready to be used, which is huge. If you're if you're using a standard rope and harness, um, you literally you're you're down off the roof, resetting your gear so that you can move around to the other side and and approach the roof again. 
Right. And this one makes that very quick and easy, which is the whole point. Because, I mean, adjusters, you're, you're on a time schedule. That's right. You can spend an hour setting up the rope, throwing it over the roof and tying off to everything in the world. It still doesn't give you a good viable option to do the hip doing it that way. Or you can spend five, six minutes putting this on the roof, do your inspection, get off and go to the next one. Absolutely. I, I've also found uh, on on roofs, uh, you know, maybe they're old and degranulated or, or something that I can actually climb and I don't necessarily need it for for you know using my ascender to, to climb the roof but but for an extra hand i'll i'll throw the thing because it is so light and and I, i'll throw it over my shoulder and climb up a valley set it on the ridge and then i can pivot out and and do my test square as well you know instead of using the poles to run it up uh, right you know, for whatever particular situation i'm in what's the approximate weight of this of the unit itself uh, 12 pounds, and that's the full device. That's that's both, that's the plus package device. Um, there There is a development. I'm, I'm working on something now to make it lighter uh, using a different material. Um, it's it's going to be a bit complicated, so I'm not sure how long it's going to take to get that developed. I've also got some accessories that will go with the device uh, more along the lines for roofers than for adjusters. But uh, I've got some other things that are in development uh, for the device. Great. What, what did you have a question? No, no. I, I'm just uh, learning and uh, excited to see what uh, what the next steps are for the product. I know I've enjoyed mine, and uh, again, I just I couldn't get over how stable it felt when I you know when I was in it. You know, especially that first time when you that very first step onto a roof where you're putting your <laughs> you know you're putting your trust in the product and. Uh, after that first step, it was, oh, this is easy. You know, lean back and, and let the equipment do the work and, uh, you know, uh, buy a nice rope, buy a nice uh, a cinder and, and belay and, uh, and, 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 and it'll hold. And, and I will go over, I mean, this is not without fault. So I will go over a couple of the issues that, that people do need to be aware of with the device. Uh, now, you were talking about using it on a roof that's got, you know, the loose granules and it's, it's tough to keep your footing. Uh, that's great on a gable. But if you've got a roof that's got the loose granules like that and you're having trouble keeping your feet under you, do not use the outrigger and put yourself on a hip because it's a pressure fitting. And if the granules are loose... All that pressure is going to do is cause those granules to roll out from under it and the device will come loose. So when you're on a roof like that, I do not recommend using the outrigger and getting on the hip on a roof in that condition. Now, if the roof is in normal condition and you can walk on it, uh, then it's fine. But uh, be very careful with the roof in that type of a condition, getting on the hip with the outrigger. That's good to know. Um, what is there anything else that... Uh, over time that has proven to maybe pay attention to when using it outside of that? The the only other issue that has come up, uh, and I noticed this when I was developing it, um, you've got some of these roofs that's got like a, uh, a 4 or a 5-12 pitch on the back slope, and the front slope is a 12-12. None of us like those. Yeah. This device will not work on that. Because you're eliminating the opposition resistance when you get on it. There's no opposition resistance because it's sitting flat on that roof on the back slope. It's got nothing to pull against. 
So that's really the only roof I found that you cannot use it on is when you have a setup like that. Yeah, I uh, I can see where that would be difficult for it to to get a hold of. Uh, obviously, that's you know that's that's not well. I might it might be getting more common now to see that than it was ten years ago. I think it's a regional thing, you know, where you're at in the in the country as far as construction methods, you know. Yeah, but uh, I can see definitely how that would be a a difficult uh, way for it to get a hold of, considering the angles that those that it attaches to. What's in the future for Hiplock? What what direction are we going? Are are we uh, obviously you're constantly in development stages to better the product? Um, Is it what's what's the direction for growth? Um, I've been really surprised to see the different industries that have gotten involved with Hiplock. Um, Things I didn't think about, but people that have seen the device and just called and asked questions. Uh, I mean, obviously roofers and adjusters and engineers, but I mean, it's been uh, gutter cleaning industries, uh, pressure washing and cleaning industries for the roof, uh, Christmas lights, um, solar panel installation. It's been a number of different industries that I've been shocked to see come in. Um, Right now, the primary thing that I'm working on, uh, it's a pretty reasonably light product. I would like to see it get lighter, and I have a direction that I'm moving towards with that. Um, it is going to take quite a bit of engineering uh, and outside forces to, to make that happen. So uh, it may take some time, but I am moving toward getting it lighter and easier to deal with. Um, right now, it's aluminum with a powder coat paint on it. Well, that gets chipped up and it looks bad. And I mean, you know. It's a tool, so that's okay, but uh, I would like to see it get to a position where the chips are not shown as much, with the product being much lighter and easier to deal with. Um, And I'm going to leave it at that because I don't want to give away too much. But uh, once I've got that developed and got that figured out, and and I've got a plan for it, and I've got a a good idea of how that's going to happen. But again, I've got to get the engineers and all involved in that and get that designed and manufactured and do some testing and things like that so absolutely can you tell us what the website is that you get this product at yeah it's it's hiplock.com and hiplock is spelled with two p's so that's h-i-p-p-l-o-c-k.com on that website there are several videos right at the top so you can see the testing videos that we've talked about today i did a test on the gable i did a test on the hip and then there's some some uh, videos that, that kind of go over how to use it and set it up. Okay. Do you, uh, and I know people are probably going to ask this. But I get emails now and then um, after we have a show, you know, asking questions about some of the things that we discussed. Uh, are is, Does your website have uh, options to buy ropes and tools to go with it as a package? Or is it just the tool itself? Right now, it's just the tool itself. I do plan in the future to have ropes, carabiners, ascenders. Uh, I will never carry a harness, ever. The harness has got to be your decision uh, just because there's so much liability involved with that. Um, Technically, you're supposed to have a full body harness. The problem with the full body harness is that the uh, connection to the rope is in the middle of your back. Well, if you fall on the roof, 
it's going to twist and snap you around. I think that's probably going to do a little more damage to you than if it was on the front. But I've not found a full body harness that allows you to connect in the front like we need it because we're on the roof on this angle and we're working face down to the roof. That's where the rope needs to be. So I have always used a waist harness. Correct. But for that reason, I'll probably never carry a harness. You'll have to buy that somewhere else. But I do plan, hopefully in the near future, to have the rope, the ascender, and the carabiners. I'm in negotiations with people now for that. Good deal. Good deal. Well, I know that I know that as a consumer myself, if I can do kind of a one-stop shop deal and get everything I need from the, you know, where I buy the products I want, that, that sure does help. Um, anything else you want to talk about with him, Jason? I mean, I, I just, uh, you know, I've had mine a short period of time. I've used it a number of times, very comfortable with it. Um, I've shown it to numerous people from different industries, again, roofing and, and, and adjusters, uh, also showed it to a firefighter who was pretty interested in it. Um, but, uh, it's, it's a really neat product and, and, you know, uh, I, I just enjoy that that we can support uh, you know somebody in our industry, a, a small company, and and you know when I ordered mine, the customer service is is just outstanding for any company that that you could deal with. Well, I appreciate that. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Well, hey Vince, man, I really appreciate you coming on today. I, I'm I'm really happy that uh, we can utilize this program to uh, help support HipLock with you and. Uh, get this, get the information out to the adjusters and, and those in the industry that are, that are looking to buy these tools. Um, obviously every adjuster is looking for that opportunity to be able to invoice more for the opportunity and as well be safe on the roof. I think you've developed a wonderful product here that serves both of those purposes very well. So again, I just thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate you having me. Uh, I've really enjoyed the discussion. All right. Well, uh, as things develop, um, let's get back together again um, and talk about some of the updates and some of the new things that come about as as uh, as HipLock grows. I appreciate that. I'd enjoy that. Okay. Well, all right, folks. Vince Gaines with the HipLock. If you're looking for a safe way to approach your roof, get your inspections done, um, you need to look up HipLock.com or give Vince a call and discuss what he has to offer for you and uh, get that uh, situated. So Jason, any last words? Always a pleasure. Uh, go out, check out, watch his videos, uh, you know, take a look at the product. Uh, you know, don't take my word for it. I, I haven't spoke to a single person, my buddies that have it, that, you know, that's how I found it was through friends of mine. And uh, I haven't seen anybody say anything, but good things about it. So Take a look at the videos on his website and uh, and uh, decide for yourself. All right, folks. Thanks for joining in. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Every year, independent insurance adjusters across the nation attempt to create a successful business, which is hard to do in an industry that's ever-changing. TheAdjusterGuide.com is a licensing, training, and membership community for independent insurance adjusters. We go beyond licensing to give you the tools, resources, and ongoing support to reach your goals. Whether you're brand new or have been in the business for years and have been searching for a solid community who knows and understands what you deal with daily, check out TheAdjusterGuide.com and download our comprehensive guide to becoming an independent insurance adjuster. Stop guessing and start growing your business. Go beyond licensing.